All right, good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are PS This Is Awesome. We're a PlayStation podcast, and you are listening to episode 195. This is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. But as always, before we get on with the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash awesome. Go visit us at awesome. Forget about Tumblr. We're not doing it anymore. So if you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PSN, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw01. And as always, you can write the show at awesome at gmail.com. And most importantly, do not forget to share this show with your friends on your social media and be sure to leave comments and rate the podcast as you see fit. As a reminder, this is a video podcast as well. You can always watch the show on our YouTube channel if you prefer. And for new and or long-time listeners, we now have a Patreon where you can support the show at a $1 level. It's called the One and Only $1 Club. Head over to www.patreon.com slash awesome to become a $1 patron and to get your free die-cut PS This Is Awesome vinyl sticker and a shout-out on the show. So with that out of the way, Jake, how are you doing? Um, I was just looking out the window because it's fucking snowing here. Yep, it started pretty good. Yeah, I that's for as far as I know, it's the first snowfall of the year here. So, uh, yep, not um, plus I can't say that I'm not excited because I do like it when it snows. I just don't like it when the roads have snow on them. <laughs> so I'm totally fine with it being snowy and cold. Just. Leave it off the road. They need to come up with a better solution. Like, we're, this is like 2021. Like, there should be a way just to keep... I know. Well, they're, they're in like, in some, I think, I believe in some like cities and stuff like that, the roads are actually heated. Yeah. So they don't, they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. They like run like, like uh, because, hot water underneath them or something. Or something. Or steam or something some like that. Pipes. But like, because, because we're fucking country bumpkins, we'll be like the last to get whatever the technology is. Yeah. So, yeah, there are areas, whatever. dude. There are areas in our area that still don't even have internet. Like people, my my weird. work had the option to like telework and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we don't have the internet. We don't, we can't get it where we're at." And it's like, "What? You can't get the internet? Well, we can, but it would we would have to pay the service provider what it would cost them to run internet to that area of the county for that for them to justify to do it for us to get internet." And it's like that's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, it's like there are some areas, there are a lot of areas around here that's still like the only option is dial up or satellite. Um, you know, satellite, yeah. Because a lot of places, even if you have dial up, you can't, for whatever reason, you can't get DSL, which mm-hmm. DSL is not great, but at least it's some form of like higher speed internet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. Like, it's not really a mystery why, um, we're still seeing video game consoles with disc drives in them because like if you live a, if you live in a place like that and you can't fucking i mean think think about it if you had like a like a low grade dsl connection mm-hmm. and you had to download like an update for fucking destiny 2 and it was like 30 gigs it's like okay well that's going to take me approximately 6 days to yeah. download so barring any problems too excuse me yeah yeah, seriously. Yeah, I mean, like, we're so fortunate, and those who have really fast internet, and, you know, we might gripe about the disk drive or not understand it, but I, I still like it. I, I, I stick to my stance that I like it as a Blu-ray player, and I like it as a, uh, you know, 4K HD Blu-ray player. So I, I personally can't be bothered to put discs in my console anymore, yeah. but... 
I just, unless it's like an old game that I have that I want to play, then like there'll be like a disc in my console for fucking ever a year. Yeah. Um, but uh, but like most recently, um, well, we maybe I don't know. We don't have to talk about this on the podcast, but I most recently put uh my Skyrim special edition disc in. Oh Jesus! Because they just released that anniversary edition yeah. of the game. Um, it has a bunch of, like extra content. There's like a there's like a they made a native uh, PS5 version of the game yeah. and everything that you can get. So and I don't know if you have that on the news or it's not, on but, here. Yeah, um, it's one of the news points. But, uh, yeah, so like I put that in and dude, you know what's amazing to me is like I downloaded the PS5 version of Skyrim mm-hmm. and that game is huge. Like it's. It's really big compared to a lot of modern games. Yeah. And it was only 15 gigs. And you look at a game like Call of Duty that's 140 gigs, I think, now. Or something like that. Something like that. It's it's like how... I get it's like all these high-res textures and things like that, but like, <clears throat> man, it's it's amazing to me. And like that, that is just kind of wild to me to see yeah. like a game... From now, granted, that game's ten years old, so I'm sure there's a lot of shit that like new games have that that doesn't have. But to me, it seems like there's a lot of like the video games are just not programmed very efficiently anymore. They're just like fuck it. It's easier just to throw more shit in there because yeah, just download it. Sorry about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 interesting, but we could also be witnessing what we've already experienced as being older older gentlemen. Uh, is you know back in the day we had talked about like the the quarter inch floppy drives holding like you know three point one two megabytes or whatever they held you know what I mean and that yeah. was their limit and it was like what that's ridiculous you know and uh, you know just perspective changes over time so maybe Skyrim only is fifteen gigs or something back then it might have seemed like crazy big I mean it it's that's probably true and it could be that because it's a native ps5 version maybe it's a little bit smaller mm-hmm. just because of the the ssd how it can load content and stuff yeah but uh i don't know i was just i was just surprised like that and i, I know i've talked about it on the podcast before but like a, i one of the significant milestones i remember as a kid is like diablo 2 being the first game i remember Two requiring discs. 1 gigabyte oh 1 gig to install yeah yeah, and your your mind was pretty amazing. seeing that GB on there. Like what? You know? Yeah, when your hard drive only had like two or three gigabytes of so- storage total, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Cool, cool. But back to the whole disc thing. I, you know, I'm a sucker for some of these movies. You know, I, I'm a subscriber for Netflix. I, we subscribe to Peacock. We have. Uh, I, well, I've got my free Disney Plus because of being a PlayStation Plus user till February, I think. <laughs> And I won't subscribe to YouTube. So those are really it, uh, y- you know. But sometimes there are movies that you just can't find on those services that, like, you're like, oh, man, that, that's such a good movie. Like, you know, I'm not going to pay $4 to rent the thing and only because we have a Big Lots in town. And I was over at Big Lots on my lunch break, and they had this movie called Enemy at the Gates. Jude Law's in it. It's like a, it's a World War II, like a sniper thing. Is that- I was gonna say, is that the sniper? Yeah, movie? yeah. I be- it's got uh, it's got Ed Harris as the bad yeah, guy. So Nazi. such a great it's fucking so movie. good. It's such a so good. So they movie, had it yeah. on Blu-ray for three dollars at Big Lots, and I was like, I have to get this because I, you know, I'll put that in my PlayStation Five and watch it. 
I, you know, it's not, it's not a movie I would want to rent for $4 and never... That's something I'd like to have access to, you know what I mean? So sometimes it makes sense to pick up a movie like that. You know, I, I kind of did get griefed a little bit by Chelsea. Like, why are you still buying Blu-rays? We have blah, 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 blah. You know, we have access. Because it was $3. It's $3. Yeah. You know, I can't turn down a good deal when I when I see one on, the, on a Blu-ray. It wasn't 4K or anything, but it did have special features and stuff, you know, and I love watching that shit for a movie I really like. So when you rent that stuff, you usually don't have an option or uh, you just do the digital download. You don't get the special features and stuff either, which is interesting. Um, we had to find a way to yeah, unlock it, all that shit for you. It definitely makes sense sometimes to just buy the disc. Like, like I bought that. Uh, um, I think I bought it after you told me about it. Was that box set for all the Jason movies? The Friday Thirteenth stuff. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, it's just like, oh, you get like all. I think I think you get everyone but Freddy versus Jason mm-hmm. and Jason X, and a ton of. You special get all features. the other ones. Yeah. And they got all the special features and everything, it's nice and it have. was like like five dollars or something or ten bucks. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was, yeah, it was yeah. really really cheap. But generally, like we watch movie, movies so infrequently that like it just for me it's worth the four dollars to rent it because I know that like the next time I watch this movie will probably be like eight years from now. Right. It doesn't really matter if I have to pay for it again. Yeah. But yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Well, hey, let's talk. Dude, do you know? Yeah, go ahead. So, no, so I just just real quick. So Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus are all like the same thing now, or like you can get them all together. Like, do you know about this? No. So apparently, I don't know if. So here's here's what I'm driving at because you said you have Disney Plus. Um, that was you just through got it. being a PS Plus member. Remember, they give you through six months. Through being a PS Plus yeah. member, so like, I was wondering if because I have a a Hulu account that is one of the premium Hulu accounts, so you don't have to watch any of the fucking commercials the ads or whatever. And shit, yeah. Um, and I noticed that because, I, like, in Hulu, I can watch hockey games that are on ESPN Plus. Oh wow! Through Hulu. And so I was wondering if maybe my is there an extra charge? Would also, no, it just was working. Like I just tried it the other day just for fun because because uh, the NHL signed a deal with ESPN this year, so some games are exclusive to ESPN Plus. Which I was like, that's fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh wait, maybe it works with my Hulu, and it uh, apparently does. But. I didn't know if, if Disney Plus was the same way. The only reason why I was asking is because D- Disney Plus doesn't have a ton that I really care about, but they're um, at the end of this month, they're coming out with that new uh, Peter Jackson documentary about the Beatles, mm, the Get Back that. Sessions, mm. which looks fucking awesome. Cool so I'd like shit. to watch that. But um, yeah, I just didn't know if you knew anything about no, that. No, nothing. Nothing. Well, hey. I guess I could always get the PS Plus thing, right? Well, if you can figure out Apple. You had a big thing with the Apple account, remember? Do you have to do it through Apple? That's what I had to do to, to unlock oh, the, free, the free six months. I guess I could just – I'll just subscribe for the free month or whatever and then cancel. I know, you know what they're going to do. They're going to end up – they timed it just right. They're like in February when my shit expires. They're going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, The Mandalorian comes out in March. And it's going to be like, oh, you fuckers. Because as far as I know, there hasn't been anything. There's like this show on Apple uh, – Mandalorian isn't that's Disney Plus. Sorry, they'll, they'll say something really cool comes out. Wait, do I have no? I have Disney Plus through something else. I have Apple through PS Plus. I misspoke. Yeah, there's yeah. so many of these things. Yeah, so Disney Plus I have because my 
my brother has an account, and I just use his account. So, hmm. yeah. So, man, we have a lot of subscriptions. I still couldn't find any of the gates anywhere. Anyways, hey. There's too many now. Yeah, There's that's the problem. Many. By the time you if, you... if you're a member of all of them, you might as well just fucking... I don't know. Get cable, yeah. but then you have to watch commercials. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. Uh, you're, you're actually, in the long run, paying more, probably, than just... Dude, my, one of my coworkers has cable, mm-hmm. and we're talking about because he has... Arm, you have Armstrong, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you know, I do too, and so does he. He has high-def cable with a, DB, with a DVR box, mm-hmm. and I think he has, like, one for, like, two rooms or something like that, yeah. two or three rooms. And he said his bill is over two hundred dollars oh, a month. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we don't we for don't have TV cable. and internet. I don't even think he has a phone line. My internet's sixty eight bucks a month, but it's unlimited, which isn't yeah. bad at all, and it's super high speed. Right. But I won't pay for cable ever again. Just won't do it. There's enough content on YouTube for free. I mean, and then, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really in front of the TV often either. I'm only in front of the TV, like, when I'm trying to rush and eat something and I put it on real quick. Or, like, when I'm laying down to go to bed, I'll thumb through stuff on YouTube and watch stuff. But, hey, let's let's talk about games, Jake. Enough of that bullshit. Hey, um, I haven't played any games since the last podcast. And I apologize... I did run two dungeons in Darkest Dungeon. I beat one more of the bosses. Um, but right now, my hero quest uh, arrived. And, Jake, you got a sneak peek at my Barbarian I painted. So I'm kind of in the middle of attempting to get the whole game system painted. And uh, on top of that, I'm working on music as well. And, and kind of a lot of house stuff. Winterizing, raking leaves, getting everything cleaned up. They stopped doing uh, the the pickups for on the the curb i explained to you how that works like because i live in the city i can't just throw my leaves and my yard waste and stuff like mulch and stuff in the woods because there are no woods so i have to put them in these special bags and then they have trucks that come through and they pick that shit up so i think in two weeks they're going to be done picking up that yard waste shit probably because they're anticipating winter happening you know when winter happens Mm -hmm. it's just what happens so needless to say i've got a lot of noises over here i don't know if you can hear the dog barking upstairs i don't know if you can hear my uh uv cure machine beeping or my phone beeping i apologize but there i haven't played any games man and i'm still not sure what i want to jump into next you know i've given it a little bit of thought Uh, i definitely want to beat darkest dungeon but you know i did run through like like we talked about evil within for the last show so this week is, is this past week has been kind of a law for me, a little bit of R and R. I wasn't feeling a hundred percent great after we recorded our last podcast. I went to a, I went to a concert in Buffalo on Thursday, but uh, I've been kind of busy. Um, work's been kind of still kicking my butt, and uh, you know, just like I said, doing getting ready for winter. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what my winter game is going to be. I don't know what it's going to be yet. I really want to play uh, Resident Evil Village, but. I'm not seeing any Black Friday deals right now, so I don't know. What about you? What are you doing? Um, so right now, I, I'm i just like yesterday, I just decided I got to fucking beat Far Cry 6. Like yeah. I'm totally over this game. Yeah. Like I just got to get done with it. So I just started like plowing through the story missions because mm-hmm. I've got I've got enough. I've been using the same gear for like the past I don't know, 15 hours of the game or more. So it's not like I'm upgrading my character anymore. So it's like, I just got to plow through the story missions to get done with it. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm on the last mission. Uh, so I'll be done with that shortly. But other than that, I, I've been playing, um, 
on my Xbox, I've been playing Forza Horizon 5, okay. which is a, an, it's an Xbox exclusive game. Have you heard of the Forza games? From, yeah, the racing games. It's like yeah. ra- racing mm-hmm. series. Yeah, so there's there's two series. There's the Forza Motorsport, and then there's the Forza Horizon. And Forza Motorsport is like your Gran Turismo, like your sim racer kind of game. Yeah. Right? And then Forza Horizon is more of like an arcadey version. You can you can dial in the difficulty to make it basically a sim racer, but it's more of like an arcade racer, more of like your Need for Speeds or something like that. Um, and I was like, I'm not really a big racing game fan. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoy one every now and again, but uh, I was just just for fun because. The big criticism people have of Xbox is like, oh, they don't really have any games. You know what I mean? So this was like the first big game that Xbox has come out with for a long time. So I just was curious and I was looking up reviews and people are giving this game like fucking 10 out of wow. 10s and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll download it. You know, I have an Xbox. I have uh, Game Pass. So it's free to me with my subscription. Right. So. I downloaded it and dude, it's fucking awesome. Like I am really shocked because I, like I said, I don't really play racing games, but there's like this big story element to it where you like are this racer and they're, they're having this horizon festival in Mexico, which is like this big, like racing festival. And you basically go around and you, do all these tasks and like they have these racing missions that are like story missions where you're trying to accomplish something Mm. like for like the overarching story like it's it's really cool like it reminds me of like you know like when they put a really good story in a fighting game yeah it's great like uh like uh um injustice or something like that where it's like oh it's just a fucking fighting game but everything they do surrounding it makes it feel like something bigger than that Yeah, like when you're fighting there's a purpose yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing with Horizon or Forza <laughs> Horizon Five, where it's like, oh, I'm doing this race where I'm like trying to race to the top of this mountain, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, there's this story where I actually have a scientist in the car with me, and we're trying to get to the top of the mountain to take these readings before the fucking volcano explodes, and like you're you have to like avoid all this lava and shit. Like it's it's fucking really cool yeah and uh i mean and then there's also like the have did you ever play any of the need for speed underground games no no i I think i played the one where like it's all about wrecking cars so that's uh burnout i think i've played burnout yeah so need for speed underground the first one was one of the games i played the absolute most on ps2 Mm -hmm. like i thought because that was right in like the street racing craze with fast and the furious and all that stuff and uh I love that game a lot, but that game was just straight up races, right? There was no open world component. It was like you entered a, you know, like a, like a lapped race. You entered a time trial, you entered a drag race. Like those are the, and then you just like selected your car and upgraded it and shit, but you just went from the menu to the race. That was basically it. Yeah. Need for Speed Underground 2 opened it up. So there was this whole open world and you could drive around and go to the races that you're going to do. And, like, let's say you drive over here and, they're like, this type of race is, like, a, I don't know, you're going to try to fucking jump your car as far as you can jump it. Or over here you go to this place and it's like, oh, this is a drag race. Or, But it's open world. <clears throat> and 
this game reminds me of that in terms of like, oh, there's a map and you drive all over the map and you drive to where the race is and then you could do the race, but you can do all this fucking around between races if you want and you can like tune your car or you you get all these different cars. There's like 450 cars in the game and they're all like real cars. They're not like, you know, like I just, I just unlocked one of the cars I unlocked was like an F-350 pickup truck. I'm like, why the fuck is that? Like a dually? I'm like, why is that one of the vehicles in this game? Yeah, that's anyway, crazy. You know, I don't mean to go off the rails on an Xbox game because I know this is a PS, a PlayStation podcast, but it's a, it's really cool. And if, if any of our listeners do have an Xbox and Game Pass, I would recommend checking it out. If Even if you're not a big racer, like it's, it's fun because it's arcadey. So you don't have to worry about like wrecking. You can like fucking smash into people mm-hmm. and like, you know, cause it's the sim racers are really hard. Like Gran Turismo, oh, so I'm difficult. sure you've tried one. Yeah. Like I, like I was talking uh, a while ago about um, playing MotoGP 19. Like it's really fucking hard. I, I have a hard time just staying on the motorcycle in that game. <laughs> let alone winning a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so it's it's cool to play something like that, especially when I'm coming off of Far Cry 6 where, like, the driving is fucking terrible in that game. Mm-hmm. They don't let you... They don't let you zoom. They force you into a first-person perspective, and you have very little field of view. So, like you'll be getting caught on things and you can't see what you're getting caught on because you're in the car and you can't see what's like, I wish they would just give you the option to back out to third person when you're driving the vehicles in far cry, just so you can like have more perspective A little on your wider. Around. Yeah. View angle just to kind of see the road coming up ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like I mentioned earlier, I did download the anniversary edition upgrade for, uh, Skyrim. I haven't tried it yet. The one thing I am super stoked about, and uh, veteran listeners of the podcast will know that, like, I, I, I'm obsessed with Skyrim. Like, I, I not necessarily. I don't know if obsessed is the right word. I just that that game is comfort food to me. Like, I, I love just going back and just making a build of a character and just playing through the game and doing all because I'm always finding shit that I've never done before in that game. Yeah, I, but anyway, I haven't. I yeah, I I haven't. Uh, haven't played haven't it. Played it. I have so the VR the, version, but I haven't. So I, I platinumed it on PS3, and then I platinumed it on PS4 because the special edition. Mm-hmm. The PS5 upgrade for the special edition has its own trophy list, so I could platinum it a third time it's on a, PS5. Uh, I don't know if I will. Like, like I always like I think that I would like to just not not just because mostly just because I like playing the game. It's not like I'm doing this as like a prestige thing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but uh they added all of this creative club content which is like their mods for the game and i want to try out because it's like new missions new like new dungeons new characters new gear all this stuff but like the only thing i don't know is i'm concerned that if you apply mods to the game like if i enable all these mods it might turn off trophies yeah and if it does that, then I I would like to try it. But at the same time, I, I like getting the trophies, even if I've already done it before. It's just kind of a fun it – gi- it gives extra purpose to, like, playing a game that i Is I've this going to be your winter game? Well, that's – this is actually what you said talking about winter game. Yeah. It's either going to be this, unless something else comes up. It'll either be Skyrim Special Edition or Anniversary Edition or – Mass Effect. 
the Mass Effect trilogy. We should do the Mass Effect together. I say we both just go Mass Effect this winter. I would like to do that. I may just end up playing both of them. But, like, I think that what I'm really looking forward to is seeing... And I haven't seen any Black Friday ads yet, or at least nothing crazy. I've looked. I've so looked for the show. I'm, it's one of those things where, like, I would be... I wouldn't be surprised at all if if uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition was on sale on Black Friday. Because EA has a tendency to do that. Mm-hmm. So... If it is, I'll definitely pick it up. But I think it would be a good uh, that would be a good thing to kind of go through and do. It's about a, to do all three of them would take probably close to eighty to hundred hours. So it's not like a it's not a short thing. Each game's like thirty hours long. It would be so, the first game would be a winter project, and then you know maybe maybe second yeah, quarter the, we'd do the second game, and then the end of the twenty twenty two we could do Mass Effect three. Yeah, the the first game is the only one I haven't played all the way through. And I, from what I understand, it's the weakest. So that's the one that I'm, like, the most concerned about getting through. Because mm. I know two, 2 is, like, one of my favorite games ever. And 3 is also really good. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be cool for the podcast if we did well, let's do the it. trilogy to get, especially because you never played them, never, and and it's been so long since I've played them. I've never played them to where my progression carries through all three games because I played one on PC partially. I didn't beat it. Played two on PC without a save transfer, and then I played three on PS3. So I didn't have the ability. I basically was doing default builds for each game, which is not from my understanding is it's not the ideal way to play them. You want to play them through and be able to transfer your save through all of them Mm -hmm. so that you kind of see what you've created. It's a consistent story. Yeah. 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 So it's all canon. Yeah. Well, let's, let's let's shoot to do that for the, for the winter. I'm going to just say you've made up my mind for me, but Hey, we actually had a listener question just before we aired episode 194. Uh, a listener wrote in via Twitter. Um, and uh, for those who don't know, usually before Jake and I record a show, I'll put up a tweet at, uh, asking for questions or topics anybody want us to cover on the show. So we did get a question, and the question was, what do you think Sony Bend is working on? They passed on Days Gone 2, which is a bummer, but have been mum on the new game. It's a good question. Uh, it is interesting that, yeah, the, we do know that they, they passed up on... Days Gone 2, which is funny because it was kind of like their IP, but I guess they just didn't do it. They decided not to go that No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, Bend wanted to do it. Sony didn't greenlight it. That's what it was. Correct. They wanted to do a second one. I, there were rumors maybe circulating that it was going to be what? Maybe possibly uh, more multiplayer or something. I think that was what they were wanting to do. No one really knows. Yeah, there I'm not sure. So, I don't know. I, I guess I, I gave us a little bit of thought, and I suppose possible they could be working on a brand new IP. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised, uh, since if you guys remember for the Vita, they did do Uncharted Golden Abyss. Um, there is it, you know, there were some rumors about an Uncharted game circulating, so they could be working on some sort of adventure-style game. I'd be curious to see if there were any Uncharted connections. Maybe it's a brand new IP with characters in the Uncharted world. I have no idea. I don't really see them working on any kind of racing game or platforming game. Um, I'd roll out anything scary, uh, it kind of leaves like a third person game, I would think. Um, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know because because I think uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, after the 
they failed to green light Days Gone 2 and the whole freaking guffaw with the Uncharted thing where they basically got just slapped onto Naughty Dog as like a support studio. Mm-hmm. They were upset about that, so Sony Sony took them off of that. So maybe it's not and Uncharted related then. Yeah. So I, I think they wanted to do that, but then like the lead guy of the studio left after all this stuff, the mm-hmm. guy who wrote Days Gone and all that, I think. Um, so... Dude, it's it's weird. I mean, that's a really good question. I'm not really sure what they could be working on. Um, I mean, no one I knows. It's hope. all speculation, but I don't know. I uh, Yeah. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm going to say one last it, thing. I don't think it's going to be a licensed franchise thing, like a Marvel game or anything like that. I, I highly doubt it's going to be anything like that. I'm thinking it's going to – it's really still early on because I went to their website, Jake, and they had 28 positions open all surrounding art and programming. So either they're almost done with whatever they've been working on, which is highly doubtful because I think they're just starting, but I don't think they're very, they may not even know what they're going to do. You know, I don't know. Go ahead. Sorry. So I was just thinking about with the rumors recently of the, a reboot or a new game in the Splinter Cell franchise. Um, Part of me is wondering if this might be the time that they dust off Siphon Filter. Mm. Um, Because I think I think Sony Bend or what they used to be was who did that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Bend Studio. Yeah, they're the ones that made Siphon for the Siphon Filter games. That would be kind of cool. It could be that they maybe go back to that well. Um, they could be working on a new IP. I guess it's possible. But, like, they just made a new IP in Days Gone, and they didn't want to go with that. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like, do they want to give them the ch- Is Sony going to give them the chance to make another new IP? Like, I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it's it's certainly interesting. If it's a think brand about. new IP, there's no telling what it could be, right? We can only sit and speculate. I like your, I like your uh, your knowledge drop on that siphon filter. That's that's old school. I guess I didn't even realize that or recognize it. Like you said, if they got pulled from an Uncharted project, it's probably not even going to be related to Uncharted. Then that was my initial thought because I remember all that news kind of hit at once. Like it was like Sony Band uh, didn't get approved for Days Gone Two. We're working on an Uncharted project. Apparently they're not going to do that. We don't know what happened with that. Maybe Naughty Dog's getting it, but Naughty Dog's working on the Last of Us remake. No one knew, like it was just like this weird swell of information that like everyone talked about for like a day or two, but there was no, there's no follow up on any of it. Like no one really knows what the hell was that information not even supposed to be leaked out. Probably. So I don't know. Someone's covering. Yeah, something probably up. not. I'm guessing that unless. I have a hard time believing they're doing a new IP, but maybe they are. The only reason why I say that is, like I said before, is that they just did a new IP and Sony didn't bite for a second one. So, uh, and Sony's been all about, you know, basically serializing these games and making them, you know, a series mm-hmm. and not just a single one-off. Maybe a Siphon so Filter. So my guess is it's, yeah, my guess is that Siphon Filter or, like um, you know, I know there's babe, there's been talk rumbling around of uh, SOCOM, but there's been some there's been some uh, speculation that that maybe Gorilla is doing that. Um, so I I really 
But- I really don't know. I have to imagine that it's probably some Sony existing Sony IP that uh, that has not been made in a while. Yeah, and I don't think I would want Ben to make a Resistance game. I'd be curious. I don't know. I had, I don't know if they've ever made a first person shooter. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know if they have. Maybe that's why they're hiring so many people. They're, maybe they're tackling something that's out of their wheelhouse. They're not really. They're, 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 you know, their hand isn't really stacked for this. Whatever they're trying to tackle right now, who knows? Yeah, it's man, it's hard to. Uh, it's hard to imagine. Good question, though. Thanks for but writing. Siphon in. filter. Siphon filter is my best guess. Yeah, what Jake said. Because <laughs> I really don't know. I, I did a lot of thinking about it, so I went to their website to see what the hell they were doing on there, and they they did have some job postings up, which was interesting. And some of them were remote. So if you're a visual artist and you're trying to remote remotely work for a video game studio, it looks like Bend is looking for some positions that they're willing to allow people to remote and do them. All right, let's get to the news, Jake, real quick. Uh, those of you guys and girls who are in the know. Already know, but if you're not, PlayStation 5 is now officially one year old. So I wanted to take a little trip down Nostalgia Lane, but I, I don't know that that's really necessary. I just remember buying the PS5 was a big pain in the ass. I ended up with two somehow because I had a Sam's Club order that I didn't think was going to get fulfilled, and then I managed to get one from PlayStation Direct. And then, Jake, I ended up giving you one of them for, at cost. So that's how we both got ours for anyone new to the show. And then uh, that led to both you and I looking for a new TV. So, I mean, Sony got more business out of me because I picked up a Sony TV. And then uh, the VR connectivity issue is, is is a pain in the ass right now with the dongle and all that shit. And then for those who don't know, the PS5 did launch on November 12th in 2020. And out of all the games that are PS5 exclusive, the only games that I've played that are exclusive to PS5 is Astro's uh, Playroom, Miles Morales, and Ratchet and Clank A Rift Apart. Everything else I could have played either on a PS4 or you could have played on Xbox or somewhere else. I don't think I've played... Miles Morales is on PS4. Okay, well then then what? Astro's and Ratchet are the only two PS5 games in the last year that I've played that are exclusive. I think that's really the only two, the only two that exist other than uh, Demon Souls. So yeah, so to put it in perspective, I mean, like it's not even really a necessary machine to have right now. But I know availability is really, really shitty still. So I, I wish you all good luck if you're trying to get one for the Christmas time. I think Walmart's doing something really interesting where there's almost like a. An entry feed. You have to be a member of like Walmart Plus or something in order to have an option to get one from them. So, with all oh, the Deathloop, sh- oh Deathloop's exclusive. It's not right now. It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played it though. I don't know. No, no I haven't played it either. I'm, yeah, I. I uh, I'm sure, we're I, missing a couple. It's. It, I think it's one of those things where like, do you need a PS5? No. Am I glad I have one just for the performance improvements? Oh, yeah. Yes, 100%. And now you don't have to stress about getting one. Yeah, and, and I've thought about, like, trying to, like, tr- keep trying to buy them anytime I get an opportunity to. And then, like, if I get one, just kind of giving it to whoever, yeah. you know, for cost. Because, like, I don't need to make money on it or anything like that. But, like, I just feel bad because so many people that want them can't get them. But it's one of those things, and I know they've talked about this on other podcasts, but, like, if you're really that desperate to get one, 
just spend the extra $200 and get, get a scalped yeah. one. And then you just have it and you don't have to worry about it anymore. You don't have to like, sh- like it depends how much, if you don't have the money, then by all means, don't go, don't go out and fucking waste the money. But if you can afford it, like it's worth it to not have that stress in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Extra. Like, like I, like I know that if, if I hadn't, if I didn't have one, at this point right now, I would probably buy a scalped one. Yeah, because but that's because I, I can afford it and I just wouldn't want to have to deal with like stressing out and trying to get in line and having bots beat me every fucking time. Yeah. Like it's really, really annoying. Well, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I mean, I probably would still try to get them online somehow it cost. And then eventually, I think I would cave. Now, my experience was, although it was shitty buying them, I still managed to get two. So I feel like I've either I got really, really fortunate or really, really lucky, or I was just really had my nose to the ground trying to figure out. Well, and you, you, you also like that second one you got. You just happened to be on fucking Reddit whenever that post went live, (laughs) and you just went in and got one. Yeah. So like. So that so that you did get lucky on the second one. And honestly, I think it wouldn't be such a big deal to me cuz they PS5 is the fastest selling console. They're selling they've sold more PS5s than they sold PS4s when it launched. Hmm. And they 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 can't keep up with the demand. And so like to me the only place that Sony really fucked up with this is the drop of the pre-orders. Yeah. If they had if they had actually made that part of it fair and not like bobbled that so bad, I don't think this whole thing I mean people would still be upset, you know what mm. I mean? But like that was what really got me was like the way they did it. Oh, w- Walmart fucking jumps the gun at 3 yeah, o'clock yeah, in the morning yeah, dropping pre-orders for fucking PS5s. It's like uh, and then by the time, you know, I wake up in the morning, oh, they're all sold out. Everywhere, like, okay. not just Walmart, just everywhere cuz every every yeah. chain followed suit. Yeah, it's it's uh that's hilarious. One of those things that is just really really shitty, yeah. but I mean, it's it sucks, you know, cuz I've been actually looking at um you know, I have a PS5, so obviously I don't need one of those, but I've been looking at uh um looking at Xbox Series X and Series S mm-hmm. just to like cuz I have the Xbox One S which is fine but like it's starting to really show like dude there's a big difference between playing a game on for like original launch PS4 and PS5 like there's a huge difference <laughs> in the way that those games perform yeah and I'm kind of experiencing something similar on the Xbox side of things now I will say that I am shocked at how well Forza Horizon 5 runs on the uh, on the Xbox One S. Mm. Or, or, yes, the Xbox One S. The Xbox naming convention is fucking stupid. I can't understand. But, I still don't understand, but go ahead. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the same thing on the Xbox side. They're dealing with the same shit. Like, you cannot get one. Even though the PS5 is selling better than Xbox, even Xbox can't keep up with demand. So... It's just the whole industry right now. People just want consoles. So what are you going to do? I don't know. I guess you're just going to have to keep keep fighting the masses until you can get one or just pay the premium. Yeah, well, here's a pro tip. You want a pro tip? Welcome to the PS This Is Awesome Patreon page. For those of you that don't know, my name is Fred Oakman. And I'm Jake Peters. And we're a PlayStation podcast currently in our 10th year. Our first episode aired in July of 2012. 
where we discuss and speculate on the arrival of the PS4. Over the years, we've used this podcast to take a break from adulting, share our love of video games, and in particular, PlayStation. The audio podcast is available on all major streaming services, and we have recently made the leap to uploading video content and video podcasting to our YouTube channel, as well as the very occasional Twitter post or live stream. Over the years, we have covered everything from PS3 to PS Vita through the launches of PS4, PSVR, and now PS5. As our audience has grown over the years, we have decided to start this Patreon with the hopes of creating a medium in which we can give you the opportunity to help support our show. And as a test bed, we're starting with a single tier. It's called the one and only $1 Club. So with your support at the $1 level, we're going to mail you a premium vinyl cut sticker and give you a shout out on the podcast. But at this time, unfortunately, we can only ship to the U.S. and Canada. But this is subject to change depending on your interest. So whether you're new to the show or you're a frequent flyer, we are forever thankful for your support and hope you can find it in your little gaming heart to join us in the one and only $1 Club. Until next time, like PlayStation, podcasting, and Patreon, P.S. This is awesome. If you do have a PS5 right now and you know how fucking hard they are to get... Take care of yours. Now that the year is up, the manufacturer warranty is up, I believe, on your system. So make sure you clean that fucker out. Get those little side plates off. They have that little vacuum chute in there to pull all that dust and debris out. It's probably a good time to run a little maintenance on your PS5. That's all I'm saying as far as that goes. Have you tried to clean yours out at all? I have not. Yeah, I know. Me either, and I have to. So like I have, I was looking, I was cleaning my living room yesterday and I was looking at it. I was running a duster over the vents because the vents are all just full of fucking dog hair and shit. Oh God. And, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I should maybe try to clean this thing out. But then I think about my PS4 never once cleaned the fucking console. I didn't touch it from the time I bought it till the time I put it in the box when my PS5 came, never had a single problem with it. And so, like, to me, it's like, I'm afraid if I touch it too much, I'm going to break it. Mm. Well, these, you know, I, the white I get, things just like, slip it probably right makes off. More sense. Yeah, they slip right off. That? And the, the, white, the white sides, they slip right off. And then there's, like, a little chute there um, made specifically for dust collection that you can just suck it out. So, I think mm. you should try to do I'm definitely going to do it because I don't want to, number one, I don't want to go through the stress of finding another PS5. And number two, I don't want to spend another $500 on a system. Um, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And like I said, the manufacturer warranty exa- is exhausted now. If you bought it on day one, I'm pretty sure. So not only that, but Jim Ryan posted up on the PlayStation blog and he listed the top 10 most played PlayStation 5 games this past year. Now, PlayStation 5 in air quotes. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. But, you better put some air quotes around that. <laughs> this, is, this is games that were played on the PS5 that are you know PS5 compatible. They have a PS5 version, but are also available on other systems. So the number one game was Fortnite. The second game was Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which I still haven't played. I want to play the single player on that. Yeah, it sounds really good. FIFA 21. Third, fourth was NBA 2K21. Fifth was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was a launch game on PS5. Uh, Sixth is Destiny 2, which makes complete sense because that runs like butter on the PS5. Seventh was MLB The Show 21, which I have played. Um, And then uh, eighth was Marvel. No, seventh. No, maybe I got this wrong. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales was next. 
Second to last was Demon Souls, which was a launch game, and uh, NBA 2K22. So we have MD- NBA 2K21 and NBA 2K22 in the same list, which is funny. This is this. I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. This is like the least surprising list on the planet. Yeah, just because no, no like surprises. like they, what they should have done. I mean, I guess they couldn't have really done like you know PlayStation exclusive games because it would have been a short list. Well, but, like, there's not even ten yet, right? Well, I just meant like game, even if it was PS5, PS4, or whatever, I you see. know, it, it could have just, just be games that are exclusive to PlayStation. Returnal so. would be on that list for sure. Returnal, it would probably be on there. Like, cause, cause a lot of these, it's like, okay, yes, Call of Duty is going to be on there every time. Fortnite is going to be on there every time. Destiny. FIFA, NBA 2K, Destiny, those are going to be on there every fucking time. MLB the show, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like, I'd be more interested to know, like, what are the games that are playstation exclusive that are that more that people are more interested in because you're always going to have people playing those those games mm-hmm. but like i want to know like how many people played returnal that's what i want to know because i fucking loved it but i know a lot of people but i have had no really good indication of how well the game did mm-hmm. well returnal so, uh, let know. me tell you this returnal did make a list push square we go to push square law for some news stories of all the ps5 games Users at Push Square have voted in which game uh, they enjoyed the most uh, this year. And Ratchet and Clank was the most favored, being at like 12% of the votes or something. Followed up as as a three-way tie uh, by the likes of Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Astro's Playroom, and Demon's Souls, all tied for second. And then in third place was House Marks Returnal. So that's a pretty good list, and that's exactly those. And if you think about it, those might be the just about the only PS5 games. Now there were more on the list. There were more, but those are the obvious I mean, that's ones. A, that's a that's a good list of games, though. I mean, mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank, I thought was good. Um, I don't I don't know that it was as good as the 2016 game. Um, but I still really liked it. Like as a PS5 exclusive, I really liked mm-hmm. it. Uh, I really liked Returnal. Obviously, I didn't play Demon Souls. I played Demon Souls on PS3, but it's just you know have we, as 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 we have talked about ad nauseum on the show. Like I'm just I'm not a Souls born kind of player. It just doesn't do it for me. Uh, and I don't know if you have anything in the news about them doing previews on Elden Ring. Uh, Elden Ring. No, there's nothing but in the show about that. You can talk about it. People are people are saying that uh, the the preview build that they're they've been playing on Elden Ring is like fucking phenomenal. Mm. So but it's still even though it's open world and they add some elements to it to kind of make it quote unquote a little bit easier, mm-hmm. the game is still hard as fuck. That's like it's still just straight up Souls style gameplay. That's their mo. And, yeah. And so, um, so it's kind of like confirmation now for me that it's probably not going to be a game for me. Like I'm sure my brother's super stoked about it because he really liked uh, he really liked Bloodborne and I don't know if he played Dark Souls, but I think he was playing Demon Souls when he first got his PS5. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's cool that I know somebody who is interested in those games, and I'll have to get his opinion on it. Yeah, but, we'll bring uh, him on the show. Once he gets it, we'll bring him on. We'll do another three-way, <laughs> three-way podcast. It'll be fun. 
it's fun on the video side of things too to do that. So, anyways, back to the Jim Ryan blurb on the PlayStation blog. Um, it indicates that PlayStation Studios has over 25 new games in the works, and about one half of them are brand new IPs. And if you want to read more of that, you can go to the PlayStation.blog to check it out. That was interesting information. 25 new games in the work between their uh, PlayStation Studios. Uh, studios. Right, so that's that's a lot of games. It is quite a few. I mean, that's about two per studio and twelve a new IPs. Yeah, yeah, a little less than two per studio. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty incredible, especially since you got studios like Polyphony, who like they're working. I, I'm assuming they're including games like Gran Turismo Seven, which For is sure. getting ready to come out, and like Horizon and God of War. Like those games are getting ready to. They got to be included in this. They're not released yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I am, I, dude, I love when they release new IP. Like I, I do just, too. Just from like the perspective Don't forget of we got being curious. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, that's not that's not that's a Square Enix game. Uh, yeah, I think maybe you're right. Yeah. yeah, you are right. It's it's Sony. Ex- it's PlayStation exclusive, but, but it's, it's a not Square a Enix it's not game, a PlayStation sure. Studio game. You're right. Right. Yeah. So. um but yeah, I, I I really enjoy new IP, like especially when you get one of those fucking bangers like Horizon or something like that that comes out, and you're just like, what is this? And it's fucking awesome. And it's rad. So, and I, dude, I'm even, I'm honestly even cool with them bringing out new IP that aren't necessarily games for me, because it's just cool to see them like adding things that are different to the ecosystem. Yeah, uh, you know, because I I just don't want it to become one of those things where it's like oh here's uncharted 5 and here's the last of us 3 and here's god of us 10 and or god, god, god of, of us god of us yeah that should be the game <laughs> they, they start doing fucking crossovers god because they've had so many games like it uh you know the next spider-man game is obviously going to be a sequel so yeah, yeah a lot of that we know great. there's a wolverine game coming that, that's going to be included in there you know yeah, stuff like that. Definitely. So it is interesting. I, I'm curious to see what announcements we get in 2022. Now this next one was kind of fun, and I've 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 taken the liberty to break it down to days. Now they had it broken into hours, so it was also announced that a cumulative one one billion nine hundred sixteen million nine hundred sixteen thousand six hundred sixty six days have been spent playing PlayStation 5 this year, which is equal to 525,182 years worth of PlayStation 5 in the first year. That's a lot of human life come and gone that cumulative that's we've pretty, spent. Uh, that's, that's ridiculous. That's pretty wild, yeah. That's so many years. 525,182 <laughs> years of PlayStation 5. Well, there's 5. what? There's... How many did they say? Like 15, 14, or 15 million PS5s out? Yeah. Something like that. That's a lot of play PS5. So that's, I mean, but that's still a lot of time. And I don't know if that, does that just include how long it's it was on? Like all the YouTube watching, all of the movies you watch on it? Or is that strictly game time? It's really interesting. And does it include, like, if a game is just sitting there idle for freaking... Standby? Are they counting do- standby time? 
Well, I doubt I doubt they're including standby time, but like I'll just like leave a game paused on my fucking PlayStation for like six hours. <laughs> and my my con- well, my console will eventually turn shut off because Auto of power rest. saving mode or whatever. Yeah, but like, controller will turn off. But yeah, I yeah. I don't know. That's a lot. That's just but yeah. A lot that, for it, a year. It's still. I mean, even yeah, even if it's whatever. I mean, that's still a lot. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then and then I do have on here the Skyrim Anniversary Edition was released, and did, did Jake pick it up? Apparently he has not picked it up yet, but... I did. I just uh, haven't oh, played it. Oh, you did buy it? All right. Did you say that earlier? Yeah, I might have so, missed that. So for those of you that are out there that are curious, it's kind of weird how the pricing scheme goes for mm-hmm. the Anniversary Edition. So if you do not own Skyrim at all on PS4, so you don't own the special edition that came out, whatever it was, like three or four years ago now, you can buy the anniversary edition as a whole complete package with the game and all the add-ons and the PS5 upgrade and everything for I think 50 bucks. If you have the PS4 version of the game already, the special edition like I do, for free you can upgrade to PS5 and the PS5 version has four free pieces of Creative Club content like mods that come with it. But if you want all of the additional content that comes with the anniversary edition, it's an extra $20. All right. So just just so the, the reason why it's confusing is a lot of people might think that like, oh, if I've got it already, I just download the PS5 version and it has all the shit. That's not true. You have to download the PS5 version and pay $20 to upgrade it to the anniversary edition which is not a big deal because they're adding a bunch of fucking content to it but like it's just one of those things where it's kind of confusing and I don't know why they can't like find a way to make it easier because they've released too many versions of the game they just need to be done with it for fuck's sake just be you know done what's weird with to it. me too what I don't like about it too is that like because I have the disc and I don't know if you've had problems with this mm. but I have the disc right I put it in and it starts installing the PS4 version of the game yeah. because it's on the disc, the PS4 disc. I download the PS5 version of the game. In order for me to play the PS5 version, I have to put the PS4 disc in the console so that it recognizes that I have the license, mm-hmm. which is not uncommon. I mean, that happened when you would like upgrade PS3 games to PS4 games. I mean, it's not a big deal. Problem is that every time I put the PS the disc in the fucking console, it installs the PS4 version. Oh, so I so I have to have the PS4 version and PS5 version installed on my console to play the PS5 version of the game. That's lame. So I have two Skyrim icons on my fucking console. Extra all the time HD now. space, yeah, Oof. which is stupid. Now, if any if any of our listeners like know that this is wrong or like have insight on to how I can make it not do this. What's the workaround? Feel free yeah. to let me let me know because it's pretty stupid in my opinion. Yeah, let us know. All right, moving forward. The GTA trilogy seems to be getting review bomb due to tons of glitches and visual issues. It's kind of like cyberpunk all over again. Um, they did announce the updates are on the way to fix the known issues. I'm just so sick and tired of games being glitchy and shitty. When they come out, I, I just it, there's no reason for it. I think the studio behind it was was called like Grove Street Studios. You know, Grove Street was the was a street I believe in San Andreas that you lived on. CJ lived on was a Grove Street. So I, it's probably a division of Rockstar that rebranded. I don't know what Grove Street Studios is. I'm just guessing. But they said, yeah, yeah, yeah hey, we know. 
um, we're working on some shit. We're going to send it, send in some, some patches. But it's just like, come on. There's memes now going around where, like, you know, CJ's, like, falling through the ground on his bike, riding his bicycle, and he gets hit by a car, and then just drops through the ground. And there's stuff where, like, his hand's all bent cattywampus, and it looks like he's got, like, Freddy Krueger claws, but it's just his fingers sticking out and stuff. There's all kinds of glitches. I, I really think what they did for the visual, and it looked like they just applied some sort of filter to make it to clean it up right some sort of algorithm to tighten everything up and apparently it doesn't work all the time and it's causing these issues collision so, issues so I will say if people don't remember the original PS2 versions of the game always had fucking bugs and shit in them where you'd be driving around and all of a sudden you'd fall through the level <laughs> or like weird shit like that so it's, it's not Red not Dead necess- quality yeah right yeah, so like it's not like these are things that didn't exist in the game before. It could be that people don't remember this happening before. Mm. I mean, it's possible. I'm just hearing this from you. So it's possible right. that maybe these are bugs that mm. are definitively because of the upgrade. Right. But and, and I think in, it was not uncommon before. Yeah, yeah. And I think another thing is is a lot of people who are maybe interested in getting this trilogy weren't around when the original games came out. I mean, it's been a long time since they've been released. There are a lot of people who probably haven't even played them, just familiar with the title or with the franchise, you know. But it is interesting, though. But I am getting sick and tired of games being released glitchy and shitty. And it's just like, man, if you, you know, there really wasn't a whole lot of uh, people playing the trilogy prior to it being released. There weren't a whole lot of reviews. I think they were well aware that there were some issues with it, and they just kind of stuck to it after it was uh, it leaked. And they're like, "Yeah, here you go," you know. But it, it's weird. I don't understand what. Like, I would love for one of these fucking companies to just come out and say, "Look, we're gonna give you the review copy of the game. There are some issues with it. Take it with a grain of sand. We're working on fixing it. Sorry." But it's just the way that it is right now. Yeah. Or they could say, hey, we've got to delay it because we have these problems. Like, I don't understand why they're just like, here's a fucking preview build. And then all the previewers are like, this is fucking broken. And they tell everybody. And then you get reactions like this from us where we're like, why are they fucking releasing broken shit? Yeah. Where's the disconnect? like it's it's it doesn't it, it's not a I don't know about I can't speak for you but for me it doesn't bother me so much that they release something that's broken what what prob what bothers me is that they they try to hide it <laughs> and then when everybody calls them out on it they're like oh we're fixing it we're fixing it yeah. it's like no like just fucking tell us that this is a work in progress or maybe release it as like an early access thing or something mm-hmm. Or just fucking delay it. Well, that's why early, yeah, that's why early access exists, essentially. For people who want to get yeah, their I mitts mean, like, on it, for the company to see... You know, because you, you can't have a debug team or a playtest team big enough to identify all the issues in three games. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, do an early access, have them report it, let them know, hey, here's the deal. We're going to release this fucker. We know you're, you're Jones in to play it. That's my... Uh, Sorry, it's my UV cure for my uh, resin prints, but yeah, why don't they do that? Why don't they? Why don't they? I just... mean, maybe they're worried about maybe they're worried about sandbagging it or something. But like, 
There's no harm in. Just I don't know, saying. man. I just wait. I wait just a month. See Let it come out closer to Christmas. Make it a big Christmas gift for people. Why put it out now? Why don't get closer to the holiday. You know what I mean. Make the game a little better. If you're going to roll the patch, if, if they roll the the patch out that fixes this all of these problems before Christmas, they should have just waited to fucking release it until Christmas. That's my synopsis. I don't know. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I mean. Like I said, it's it's <laughs> it's just irritating. It's just annoying. Yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Genshin Impact. It's a free to play game. It's kind of like a role playing game. Uh, I don't really know what it is, but it's getting an. I, I I was into it for a while. Getting another lofty upgrade in version two point three. This is a game I was sucked into for a long time. Kind of fell out of, but man, I really wish I could get into a free to play game like this and kind of just stick with it. Now you know my brother Seth is really into this game. He's Anytime I call him and he's playing his video game system, he only has PS4 still, but he's always, always, nothing else. It's Genshin Impact. Like, it has its hooks in him. And I want to love Warframe, which is another game like this. Maybe not like it, but it's a free-to-play. Big open world, level up your character, character building, that kind of thing. I just can't get into it either. And, you know, Warframe's a little more sci-fi, but... I know that there were some rumors about the Division Heartland coming out, and I think that that might be a free-to-play. And if it is, maybe that'll be the one that'll get me going. I don't know. We'll see. I'll be honest with you. I would definitely attempt to play a free-to-play Division game. I mean, it's not, you know, those those games are have never really been my kind of, style Mm -hmm. but i enjoy the gameplay of the division i just don't like dude i i know we've talked about on the podcast before but i'll maintain that the the division has one of the worst uis that has ever existed in a video game and it's just like you can't read any of it do you know what i'm talking about yeah how they have like that like fucking digital virtual like fucking thing that pops up and that's where your inventory is and like I, to me it's just i can't read it yeah but, i i know you're not but a, i not a fan but i'm stoked for this division whatever the would you say it was called heartland heartland yeah ubisoft's making it or yeah i'm excited to play it just to see what it's like i don't know if it's something that i'm really going to get because usually these these free-to-play things they're pretty in your face with the microtransaction stuff. Red, like Red pay, Storm's like, making it. Sorry, published by Ubisoft, obviously. Go ahead. Right, right. So, like, usually with the Ubisoft games, if it's a pay-to-play game, so, like, let's say Far Cry, for example, mm-hmm. or um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, they have microtransactions in the game, but you have to, like, look for them. Like, if you want to do it, you can go to this area and you can buy the things and get the stuff. But it's not, like, in your face all the time. Whereas, like, you know, usually in a lot of these free-to-play games, it's like you go to a store and it's, like, fucking everything. It's like, buy all these coins and do all this stuff. And it's like, oh, if you want to play it for free, you can do this stuff over here. And so, you know, hopefully they, they... don't do that as much but i guess i get it you know it's they got to make their money somehow yeah well i know heartland was first announced back in may of 2021 and then uh, it was given kind of a broad release window sometime uh, this year next year and then they did clarify that it's going to be fiscal 2021 2022 which means it should be out by march 
And uh, so I'm excited to see. Is that when there is there is there fiscal year done the first quarter of 22? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, th- yeah, the fiscal year's over. Uh, the 2021-2022 fiscal year, I believe, is over March 2022. Hmm. So they're saying that that was a Dude, the first window. first few months of this year coming up are going to be bonkers. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'm on the Division Heartland Wiki right now. Let me see what it says. It says, Free-to-play game set in the Division Universe. Heartland is a standalone game that doesn't require previous experience with the series, but it will provide an all-new view on the universe in a new setting. The game will be made available 2021-2022 on PC consoles and cloud. You can do. You can sign up on the Ubisoft website right now for early access um, or a chance to have early access. And I might actually do that. And you just indicate what system you're going to play it on. And then you got to log in your Ubisoft account and sign up. Might be kind of cool. But let's move on a bit from that. Unless you got something to say. Go ahead. No, I I will say that... Uh, and I'm going to try to put together a takeaway video for Far Cry 6. Because I am done with it. And I did capture some video. Um, so I'm going to try and do a takeaway video for that. Yeah. I will say that... I am curious how what the like the next Ubisoft game, next open world Ubisoft game, and maybe it is this Division Heartland or whatever. Uh, how much of it is the same? Because I'm really starting to. I've read things about people complaining because I've watched a lot of reviews about Far Cry Six, and a lot of them are complaining about how samey it is and everything. And it didn't really bother me, but there are some things about it that are really starting to bother me. The the more and more hours I put into it. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering if they're going to change up that formula at all, being that it's free to play, or if it's going to be the same fucking thing, just with a lot more microtransactions. I'm curious. So it's hard to say. We'll see. Yeah. I, I hope it's good. Beau DeVry, or Beau DeVry, I don't know how to pronounce the name, uh, from Gorilla Studios. Nice little interview over on the PlayStation blog. And uh, for those who are hungry for anything Horizon Forbidden West uh, related, uh, it's mainly about the creation of the new machines they came up with for the upcoming title. Um, Like I mentioned before, man, that PlayStation blog is becoming a great source of PlayStation content. There's a lot of cool interviews with developers. There's a lot of cool little videos. I think they have one on there about how to draw Astrobot, which is kind of cool. Like they go in with Team Asobi and they give you like a little video on how to draw them, which is really neat. That's cool. Yeah, cool little things like that. There's always stuff on music production and video games on their website now. Their PlayStation blog has bumped it up quite a bit lately, so I don't know who's heading that off, but they're doing a great job over there. Nice interviews and, and informative stuff. A lot of you know, there's some screen grabs and stuff from the Horizon game and talking about uh, the, the different monsters or machines or whatever they're creating for that game. So, and then lastly, uh, there's a new PSVR game titled Wanderer coming out in January. I, I spied a trailer for this, and it's about time traveling to save the world. It does look interesting. Uh, it also looks a little cheesy because there's one of the scenes like you're playing in a rock band in the 60s, you're like a drummer. So it reminds me of like a Quantum Leap kind of thing. You remember that old show, Quantum Leap? It's probably uh, before your time. I remember the name. I don't know if I ever watched it. But it seems cool. So essentially the story of Quantum Leap was you were just this guy, right? His na- I think his name was Sam. And there was this guy that was his buddy in the future. And uh, from the future, and Sam, for whatever reason, 
um, he would just teleport or something. Like he would look in the mirror or something and then all of a sudden he'd be in a new time and place and he would appear to other people as somebody else. He would take over the body of someone else that was already in existence in that time. So like he becomes all these different people, but he has a mission and his, his goal isn't to save the world, but it's, it's to do good. Like he's put in a position, he has to figure out what the hell he's there for. And this guy, um, his buddy, uh, who's like a hologram or something will tell him like, Hey, you know, you only have like three hours, but whatever it is you're supposed to do, you better figure it out. You know? And he like saves people from getting killed. He stops wars. He does, you know, because he's put in a position where his, you know, it's like the whole butterfly effect and he just has to figure out what to do exactly to make things better. So it seems like it's kind of a game like that. It's called Wanderer, but it, some of it looked kind of cheesy, but it's in VR and you have like this watch thing and, and I think it controls time and you get zapped into different different situations throughout time and you're trying to save the world. So it's mm. kind of a neat idea. Also, like I said, kind of cheesy, but it does look interesting. I, I don't know. I think I'm done with PSVR just because of the pain with plugging that shit in and getting the camera put on and all that baloney. I, PS5. I'll be honest with you. Will I buy a PSVR 2? So that's something that I'm curious about. <laughs> I, I I assume you will because you use your PSVR a lot more than I do. I loved it. Will I buy a PSVR 2? That question is going to be answered by one thing alone, and that is if PSVR 2 will support Half-Life Alex. <laughs> that is the difference. If it does, I will buy that's one. the difference maker. But just because Half-Life 1 and 2... Half-Life 2 is like... It's still arguably... In terms of shooters, my favorite game of all time. Not in terms of like overall, like what's your favorite game ever? Yeah. It's not that. But in terms of shooters, it's probably my favorite game of all time. Fair enough, so man. I will be really curious to see what. And I think 2022, they're going to talk a lot more about PSVR 2. And it might even release next year, which would be wild. But uh, we haven't heard much about it since that initial kind of reveal where they showed the controller and all that in the PlayStation blog. Yeah. So I am kind of curious about. You know, because there, there, there are a bunch of VR games that we just can't play on PlayStation VR. Not necessarily because people don't want to port them, but because the hardware isn't good enough. Mm. So I'd be really, I'm really anxious to to see what's what's coming with that. Like I said, this, VR in general. this is coming out in, uh, I believe it's supposed to be coming out in January. So is it possible Sony's going to give us some more VR2 information before then? Who knows? Who knows? New games coming out. Now, I did add one to this. I get this from Push Square. Usually they talk about new games coming out on PlayStation. There was one that they missed because uh, it was such a short list. Uh, but November 16th, Sherlock Holmes, Chapter 1 on PS5. And the one they missed was called A Short Hike. It's already been released on Switch, but it's uh, going to be available on PS4. And then they have November 19th, Battlefield 2042, which I think is getting some initial negative responses from people not really enjoying what it's doing. But yeah, I think that that, orig- that initial beta they had, or you know, play test or whatever the hell it is, it was uh, really buggy. Janky, yeah. So, but I'm not sure. I mean, if they lock that down, my understanding though is that like, with, except for the bugs, it was really fun. So, I'm curious how that game does as well. Yeah. Fair enough, Jake. Well, that's all I have for the show. Do you have anything else you want to bring up? 
So, um, I don't know about you, but like, I am not really a big anime fan. Like, I just have never really been, and I have nothing against it. I've just never really been into it. I watched some in high school, but I haven't really watched a whole lot since then. Mm -hmm. But one of the animes that I did really like when I was in high school was Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. And Netflix is coming out with a live action series based on the anime. Oh, really? And it it comes out this week. So I'm, and the thing is, is that it's one of those animes that's so like beloved. It's like a cult. I don't know. I don't even know if you could call it a cult classic because it's one of the most famous. I've heard of sort it. of animes, right? But um, I'm curious how how you take an anime like that that is so stylish and how you make it live action and not have it look really hokey. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and the, the trailers are promising. Like, like I'm thinking, you know, maybe it'll be like a seven out of ten kind of thing. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It comes out this week, so I'm super excited about. It. I've been watching. I decided to go back through and because with the release of the Netflix series, they put the original run of the show, the anime, on Netflix. So I've been watching through because it's only 26 episodes. The whole thing is only 26 episodes. So I've been watching through that, um, getting ready to to check out the live action thing. And, and I'm curious, like, I hope they stick to that that sort of concept, because one of the things that they might still do this. But I know back in the day shows they had a lot of shows like Cowboy Bebop, where instead of doing like, you know, series or season after season after season after season it was like one thought that was like an extended miniseries maybe 20 to 30 episodes and that was it that was the whole show and if they wanted to do something else in the universe it was a whole separate show you know what i mean so it wasn't like they didn't have a second season or whatever so i kind of hope that with the live action show they do the same thing where like they maybe are telling us the same story from a different you know Maybe they write it a little bit different or whatever to make it work a little better, but it would be cool to have it be like this, just, it's this, this many episodes, and it's done. One and, and it's yeah. not, they don't, like, try to run it into the Milk ground. It. yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I don't know. That's just one other thing that I've been kind of doing that's sort of in the nerd culture space. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. Because Sarah... Uh, uh, you know this, Fred, but like, you know, Sarah, Sarah had co- has COVID or had COVID yeah. now. Um, so for the past week, she's been isolating. And typically in the evenings, her and I will watch TV together yeah. or something. You know, it's usually some stupid TV show or something. But uh, since she's been isolating, basically every day in the evening, I've been able to play a lot more video games. Yeah. I've been basically doing nothing but watching hockey and playing video games for the, <laughs> this whole last week. Almost and, back to uh, the bachelor life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's been, I mean, I'm glad, like, today was, today is the first day that she's been out of quarantine. So I'm, I'm glad that she's done with Good. it. And, and thankfully, I didn't get COVID, which is really cool. But, uh, get your vaccinations, people. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I've been really, really enjoying just like, I don't know, because I've complained on the podcast before about how I play maybe a maximum of like 45 minutes to an hour on a daily basis, like during the week, whenever I work, I play a little bit before I leave for work. And that's all the video games I play during the week. Mm. And so being able to kind of do more Mm -hmm. is 
nice. And especially if we're going to do this, that's why the winter time is so good. Like if we're going to do this mass effect thing, yeah, I agree because I'll have a lot more time to be able to play kind of and hunker put into down. it. And, uh, There's you know, I, I'm never, I'm never going to be the type I used to be able to do this, but I'm never going to be the type of guy that can sit there and play video games all day. Yeah. Like I get about a couple hours in and then I'm like, I got to stop. I got to go do something else. I got to get up. Even if it's like clean the kitchen or like do something. And then maybe later I'll come back and play a little bit more and do it in spurts. But yeah, I'm not the type of person that can sit and play a game for hours on end. So, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, I was just looking outside. It's snowing like fucking crazy here. Oh yeah. I, I can like see it. Out there. I can see it out my but, window here. Yep. So winter, I, winter. it kind of, it makes me excited because dude, I love it like it's like a nostalgic thing to like sit and like snows falling in outside. a warm home like, and look sitting outside. in a warm room yeah. like playing video games. Yeah. Like it, it's just something that I look forward to every year, not and then I have to drive in it, yeah. and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm moving to." Florida. I was gonna say, "Yeah, not looking forward to driving tomorrow morning to work." Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, man. So yeah, when it comes to the the attention span with video game stuff, usually I had to play video games because it. It could hold my attention, right? Because I always have to be doing something. But the older I get, it's harder for me to play them in long, in long increments. So I'll do like an hour. I'll put it down and I'll come back to it. And like you know, even like a half hour later, I'll go back and I'll just because you know it's my ADHD or whatever the hell it is. I don't know what I have, but it's my attention span. They don't hold my attention span like they used to. But I did plow through the evil within pretty quick. I did that in like four or five days, and that's a long game. Yeah, you blitz through that because I think that's that game takes like twenty hours to beat. So, yeah. well, I was also quarantining for the sake of not giving it to Chelsea. And I wasn't sure. I had two negative tests, home tests, and then, long story short, the drummer in my band had COVID. Uh, not the band that Jake plays in, uh, One Up By Land, and we had played a show on a Friday, and he tested. We were supposed to play Saturday. He had a 102-degree temperature or some shit, and then Saturday he took a test, and he was positive, and we were like, well, fuck, I guess we all have it. But I guess that's not the way it works. You know, I was vaccinated, and I just got my booster, and I didn't end up getting it. But, I, I you know, your wife and I were comparing symptoms, and she was like, yeah, same thing. Same thing's happened to me. Runny nose, feeling sick, headache. And I'm like, well, fuck, same thing that's happening to me every day, every beat by beat. Like, she was like, okay, I'm getting headaches today. How about you? And I was like, yep, same here. Well, we... we I'm convinced, though, that you give yourself symptoms. I know I do. Well, I'm sure I do. But, but we went and got the test, you know, and then I, I sent her, like, on Thursday morning, whatever day it was. No, it must have been Saturday morning. Like, I was like, oh, this, you know, because I know Sarah stresses about stuff, too. And I, I was like, hey, you know, just so you know, my test came back negative. I'm sure you're fine. You can quit stressing. And she goes, you got to be fucking kidding me. She goes, mine's positive. I'm like, how is that even possible? Like, we were in the same car because we drove to that one of my land show together. And mm-hmm. maybe she got it from teaching or something. Who knows where you fucking get it, right? And who knows yeah, could he, why could some it, people get it. Could why be from anyone. Know? I mean, but anyways, she could have got it from somebody else. But I was 100% convinced that I had a bad test result because if she tested positive, chances are, you know, you have it, right? You're just not going to detect the shit in your system if you don't have it. But, um, so I'm like, man, I probably had a bad test. So I just told Chelsea, listen, hey, I'm just going to keep my distance because whatever I have right now, you don't want anyways because I feel like garbage and, you know, kept my distance well, and I played a lot of A lot of people thing. are getting a lot of people are getting those head colds right now oh. because of like 
allergies and the change of seasons. Yeah, it's, it's getting the, colder. It's and perfect like, storm for it. It's like a weird time. And, dude, I'm actually shocked because Sarah and I have the, both got the same vaccine. We both have the Moderna vaccine. Yeah. And she got COVID. I mean, she definitely was sick. She never ended up getting a fever, but she was definitely sick. Yeah. And I tested negative three times. I never got the symptoms that she got and we lived together. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I didn't find, we didn't find out until she didn't isolate until after like three days of me being exposed to her with COVID. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty weird how that works. Now I, now I typically don't get sick generally anyway, so I, maybe right. I just have a better immune system, or maybe the vaccine is just newer in me than it is in her, because she got vaccinated way before I did. So maybe it's more effective still That's in me. a thought that I had, because I had just gotten my booster on Wednesday, before the show on Friday. I had just gotten they do the say They do say that the, the vaccines drop in effectiveness after like eight or nine months yeah so you know it is possible that that's starting to happen now as far as i know they haven't they haven't listed a booster for moderna yet it's only pfizer i think that's doing boosters now yeah we'll see i don't know man i'm I'm surprised you got yours because i thought it was only for like old people I don't know. I signed, like, I signed up for it, and uh, I, I have a mild heart condition, so maybe that made me eligible. Um, maybe. But anywho, yeah, I got it, and uh, fuck. I mean, maybe. Dude, she had to do, like, because she tested positive. Like, they had, like, the fucking CDC was calling her and shit, and, like, she really? had to do all this contact tracing stuff, and pretty weird. They're still doing contact tracing? Yeah. I didn't know she, that. They, she had to give them, like, her vaccine information and all this stuff. Pretty interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're doing it, right? They're trying to keep track of it. And she's all. like the, the but, yeah. I mean, people with the vaccine are still getting it, like you said. But it is kind of like uh, I, from from what I've read and all the research I've done, that the vaccine can definitely keep you from getting it. I think you're eight times less likely to get it if you're exposed and you have the vaccine. But the, it definitely is supposed to help with the symptoms. But fuck if I know anything, I. You know, I'm just trying to stay safe. So you'll see me out in public with a mask for sure. I just don't, I don't want to pass it on. I don't want to get sick. I hate being sick well, in general. Well, that was like, you know. Sarah was freaking out because we were hanging out with my unvaccinated 87-year-old grandma two days. Actually, the day that you found out that Jim Saturday. was positive. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, she was sick, so she didn't like they came to my hockey game last Sunday mm. so or whatever that was two weeks ago so she, she probably didn't come wasn't, to that because she was sick she probably wasn't she probably contagious. wasn't sick then yeah. right she probably wasn't sick until a few days later but yeah. like it's just I mean the whole thing sucks yeah but well shit yeah I think but I think that she could have been way worse off symptom wise mm-hmm. if she hadn't been back oh for sure both her and I so, because I, I don't know I still think it's worth getting I don't know our drummer's situation I mean he, he told me he was vaccinated but he said even being vaccinated like he was he was in bed for a while and he said he couldn't even contemplate playing drums like taking a shower took everything out of him I don't know whatever I, I, I don't think it's a political issue COVID you know it's just a, it's a fucking virus that's going around you know whether you choose to get vaccinated or not it's your choice but uh it's uh, it's interesting, for sure, and it does fuck people up. But I don't know. I'm glad, Jake, that you didn't get it, and I'm glad that her symptoms weren't very severe, and I'm glad Jim is on the mend. But anyways, hey, usually we ask for music to close our show out. 
So uh, we don't usually get much anymore. So I'm going to spoil you all uh, with a song from my band, One If By Land. And uh, the song's titled I Don't Miss You All The Time. It was released on a two-song EP we put out. And uh, you can find it on Apple Music and Spotify and all that good stuff. So I'm going to flex a little bit and put my band on the show. But uh, you can check out more of our songs on your preferred platform or pick up a vinyl by searching for us on bandcamp.com. And we should do. Yeah. Did we? I don't know if we talked about this before. Sorry to mm-hmm. interrupt. No, you're you, good. But we should do. We should do each do a sound shapes level again. Yeah, I don't even and know if put you that can. on as our song. That would be really fun. <laughs> Remember we did that? Like, yeah. How that was a long time it was ago. A really cool idea. I don't know any other. I don't know any other games where you can write music on. Really, like write it like that. Yeah, I'm any. sure. I'm sure there are a bunch of games that do it or whatever, mm. but. That, that game was just really cool because of the yeah. way that it let you do it. I also want to write a Christmas song every year for the flood because that last Christmas song we, we put out was it was a fucking burner, dude. That was a fucking banger. Do we put that on the podcast? If we didn't, we should. Oh, do it's it definitely going this on year. this year for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was on the last year, but we're gonna keep putting it on there because it's it's like the Halloween theme song. This is gonna be our Christmas song for the podcast. It's such a good, such a good song. I, yeah. I hate to brag, but it is. It's really fantastic. Anyways, uh, we're done with the show. Thanks for tuning in to episode 195. I apologize. I hadn't played any games to really talk about, but we had some cool news points to talk about. PlayStation 5 is now one year old. And don't forget to uh, write the show. We like hearing from you all. So we were glad we were able to talk about Sony Bend. You gave us a nice, uh, a nice uh, topic to discuss. Hopefully you've enjoyed that conversation. And if you're listening, write us. P.S. This is awesome at gmail.com. Go check out my band, One If By Land. And in the meantime, like Fear, Far Cry, and Fatal Frame. P.S. P.S. This is this awesome. Is awesome. It's kind of funny how it all changed so fast. I was determined to allow this to last. 